Oh, got the wrong way. There we go. There yeah. <laughs> How's it going, man? Oh, the hair's getting long and the beard's coming in, isn't it? Buddy. Well, I knew I was going to be on, right? So I wanted to match yours. Oh, that's very <laughs> cute. Thank you. I appreciate the sentiments. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I haven't seen you like this. This threw me off. Holy hell. No, aren't they? No, it looks good, though. It suits you. It suits you well, actually. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> how you doing, Paul? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, things are good. Uh, you know, strange times, but it is what it is. How are you? Yeah, you know, about the same. It is what it is. Strange times. Uh, that's about good as summary yeah. of an answer as you can give. Yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, welcome everybody. We're still having some people join. Welcome to the Good Friday edition of A Chat with Matt. That's going to have no significance to this, but I might as well say it anyway. Uh, today I'm going to be joined by Paul from The Lad Classic, who is sporting a new hairstyle and a beard since I've last seen him, and I think it looks very sharp. Definitely scared <laughs> the crap out of me, but that's okay. Uh, well, Paul, thanks for taking the time to join me. I'm sure you have a very busy schedule with being in quarantine and all. Um, <laughs> as most of us do. So uh, why don't you start by giving just a summary of you guys and you and the project and everything like that. Sure, yeah. So the band's called The Lab Classic, and uh, we've been around uh, with the current lineup for, it's been uh, a couple years now. And uh, before that, we were around for a few years prior to that. And uh, essentially, I, I guess the best way to describe um, our sound is more like... Um, Rock, funk rock, bluesy kind of rock, that sort of thing. And, um, and yeah, I'm the lead singer for that group. And uh, that's about all I, I can tell you at this point in terms of background. We're based out of, out of Toronto. <laughs> based out of Toronto, Canada. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty simple summary. Nothing too crazy about that. So what I'm going to ask you now, first, uh, what show highlight sticks out to you? Like, what's that one show that always is a standard that just like that was like one of the best shows um well there's been there's been a few of them um i'd probably say i like playing outdoors so any of the outdoor festivals that we get to play um those are awesome you get to kind of play in front of a perhaps a different crowd than you probably would on a normal basis um in terms of club shows, uh, we did play a show at the Rivoli a few years ago, and it was it was packed, and, and that was just an awesome. I remember just coming off the stage, just like, you know, you're dripping in sweat, and, and the people, you know, just like feed you those good vibes, and you play off of that. And I remember that show. I don't, it, it wasn't like a, an album or release or anything like that. It was just a, a regular show, but it was just, you know, one of those things where the vibes were, were right that night, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I, I definitely get it. I love the outdoor shows, too. It's a definitely a different vibe altogether. So, yeah. obviously, every band has a like, ideal band they like to support at some point. Who's that one band for you guys that, like, if you can support them, that'd be the dreamer. They're, like, that's on the list. Ooh, uh, good question. Um, you know, any of the nostalgic acts, myself personally, like if you're looking at any of the classic, like, you know, an Aerosmith or something like that, that would be amazing. Obviously, some of those bands aren't around anymore, but uh, 
I think apart from that, if I'm looking at, uh, you know, any of the, any of those bands that are, are you know, hard rock bands, uh, let's say Foo Fighters for one, um, man, there's so many of them to choose from. <laughs> and I'm probably not doing this answer justice because I know the other guys have a lot of different influences too. Um, but I mean, I'd even, I'd even go venture into, you know, Rival Sons or, um, man, um, let's say even like, uh, another classic would be like the Stones or something like that. Like that would be, mm -hmm. that would be huge. Those are, so those yeah, are, those uh, are big level just, kind of the nostalgia yeah. vein. Yeah. With all those yeah. uh, legacy yeah. kind of bands. Rival Sons yeah. isn't legacy yet, but they're, they're in that. Yeah kind of rocky vein so absolutely so you guys have always fascinated me with just the mashup of genres that you mm -hmm. put together and it's based on the influences like obviously joe he's 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 a church drummer the first time i heard you guys and i watched joe play i'm like he's a church drummer there's just a difference between a regular drummer and someone that drums for a church yeah. band of some sort and it's you guys have that combination of rock, blues, R and B, funk, uh, even with some gospel in it. For you, what genre do you lean towards more in this giant, basically this giant pot, mixing pot of all these genres? Um, I guess to put, yeah, it's kind of a, a generic answer, but I've always leaned towards like the the rock side of things. Mm -hmm. um, I think more towards uh, a bluesy kind of rock. Than anything um and i mean that's where you get the rock and roll right like yeah. you, you you have to have that blues element to it otherwise it just doesn't doesn't have that same swagger to it in my opinion but that's the that's the kind of stuff that i lean towards yeah yeah no you can definitely tell that from the way you perform on stage and just how you engage the audience so that very rock approach and yeah. when you watch like derek on the guitar he has a very soul like almost like a similar to a Hendrix vibe when he plays because it's kind of just like that he's really feeling the music and then Joe is just losing himself in the drums and you guys are very passionate when you're on stage and it definitely shows whose genre interests are whose. Uh, so obviously you guys put out a couple singles a little while ago. So mm -hmm. what, what's, what's the update on that? What's, what's happening in terms of music? So right now, uh, I guess just like everybody else, everything's kind of on hold. So um, the plan, the plan was, uh, or I guess still is at this at this point, um, we do have a number of singles that are kind of in the bank and waiting. And as you know, everything's about timing, right? So mm -hmm. we're just we're kind of just anticipating the right time and assembling the team around us and that sort of thing. Um, we've got, uh, we've got an awesome, uh, manager in Jeff Ojeda and, uh, Faze there and, um, he's helping to bring kind of, uh, yeah, more or less bring, bring a, a team around us that we can really push whatever we're going to release next and, uh, and then tour that as well, which will be something obviously will have to happen down the road. Mm -hmm. So yeah, obviously the outbreak has messed with a lot of our 2020 plans and schedules right. and how how much of it on a live show release, all that kind of schedule, have you guys been affected by the outbreak? Um, I mean, well, we haven't seen each other. So that's, that's kind of odd because it's at, at least, you know, at least once a week we see each other. 
Um, so that's been a little bit different. Um, I, you know, it's kind of hurried up and wait at the moment, but the, the positive side of, of things are that we do have more time to write and we are in that writing mode right now. So it does give us a chance, um, even through uh, using technology uh, to get in touch with each other. And, and we're trying to find different ways to utilize what we have right now to send it back and forth so that we can continue that. We're not, we're not stopping. We're not going to a complete stop sort of thing. Yeah. So was there any plans for like live shows in the next like four months and or anything like that? Yeah, we, we did have shows scheduled for April and May. Um, and then we're looking into uh, the summer months and into the fall as well. But at this point, it's, it's going to be tricky because it's going to be uh, this bottleneck of bands, I think, once everything is given the, the A-OK, you know, to, to push everybody out there. So we're um, kind of, uh, you know, looking at things and, and uh, trying to take it day by day in terms of planning out shows at this point. So do, do you think, because you mentioned the bottleneck effect, and that's yeah. definitely going to happen because obviously – a lot of bigger shows got canceled with a lot of bigger bands. And so obviously yeah. when the shows come back around and venues are more are confirming more shows, because they're kind of just hold dates right now before they can actually lock it in. Cause obviously no one wants to take a loss. Um, so do you think there is any potential for you guys to salvage it or are you, do you might think that because of all the bands that are going to take all the dates when this is over that you guys might miss out? Um, it's uh i think everyone you know i think i think on the positive side of things i think everyone's going to be ready to go out and see shows so you might see like you're going to see an abundance of shows which is awesome but i think you're also going to see a lot of um a lot of people are going to be you know pushing to get out see friends go taking live music for the first time in a long time mm -hmm. um i i i think that that we can definitely get out there um and, you know, it, it might end up being that, that we could, you know, uh, find ourselves on on, uh, on shows and on bills that, uh, you know, are, are a lot a lot uh, better, you know, than, than we thought we would. And, um, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're trying to, to stay positive and, and you know, uh, like I said, take it day by day. But I, I think there'll be a lot of opportunity out there for musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a report just got released this past Friday from Polestar, who I'm sure a lot of our viewers are familiar with, trackers of live mm -hmm. events and all that kind of numbers. Mm -hmm. They're projecting that there's going to be as much as a $9 billion loss to the concert industry for 2020. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the Polestar executives mentioned that there was something similar in 2008. And then there was a bit of a resurgence. So mm -hmm. you you believe that there's going to be something similar to that effect again? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, you know, I think the difference between, let's say, 2008 and now is that, uh, like, you can't go out. <laughs> Even if you wanted to, there's, there's no music, right? So, I mean, you've... You've seen, you know, people being creative by having live concerts and all that. So the demand is definitely there. Um, I mm -hmm. think it will, it will bounce back uh, even faster than, uh, let's say, 2008. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Yeah, I think because there, there's an old expression that's gone around for a while. It's if you put a tiger in a cage, funny enough, with the Tiger King and all that shit, but that's not really related to what I'm about to say. Uh, the if you put a tiger in a cage and leave the door open, the tiger is yeah. the king because you're giving him the right to choose. Yeah. 
if you put a tiger in a cage and you lock the door, you are taking away its kingship and it doesn't know what it's doing. So it's, I think it's kind of similar to that effect in which a lot of us are kind of, we, we took it for granted. Like I know, especially I can, I'm a huge person for that. Cause like at, at a certain point for me, I kind of got jaded by live shows because anytime yeah. I went to a live show, it was always, there was always a reason why I was there. I was never there just for a show. And yeah. this whole thing made me realize like, wow, I missed out on so many sick shows. But like, I know for me, I'm getting a little stir crazy. And same with the yeah. wife, she's also getting stir crazy. And just, we want to get out and do stuff. And I, I want to go to so many shows. I'm just, I'm just losing it. <laughs> That's why I'm yeah. doing this. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think the local scenes too. I mean, I think you'll see a bit of a resurgence in, uh, in those scenes. Um, because everyone's interested in getting out there and, and just experiencing, uh, you know, the live music thing again. Yeah. yeah, especially with that bottleneck effect. I like the way you said it, the bottleneck effect that's going to take place where yeah. bands are going to go to these venues and venues are going to book right up. Yeah, obviously the prime dates, but I honestly think some of the non-prime dates are going to get booked up and those are going to see some decent attendance numbers like normally for like a thursday show with not a lot of bands or not a lot of like well-drawn bands you could see maybe 10 to 20 at a venue but then i, I think that might potentially be doubled just because of people not wanting to be in the house and wanting to get out yeah yeah especially coming right out of the gates because i mean it's you can't even say oh i saw that band last month mm -hmm. no one's seen anybody right across the board so i think i think it's all going to help kind of push it out right away yeah, so obviously a huge thing right now is the live stream conversations, the live stream concerts, like you mentioned. Do you think that these are going to become more prominent in our industry because of the circumstances that we've had to use them? Because before live streaming was like, oh, yeah, there's a couple live stream concerts here and there. And then but the live stream thing was mainly the gamer and Twitch and all those kinds of things. Do you think that live stream is going to become more relevant in our scene now? I think so. I think the fact that people are seeing them, uh, you know, how they can use it and, and using it for the first time, um, whether you're, you know, uh, the musician or the audience looking, you know, that's, uh, it, it's something new. And then I also think people are discovering how creative they can be and utilizing technology in a way that, uh, you know, makes it interesting, makes people want to come back as well. So I, I think you'll, you'll, still see that as we go forward, even as, you know, things start to open up a little bit more. Um, uh, yeah, I, th I think there's going to be kind of uh, two sides to it. There'll be the, the social and streaming side of it, even more so, and then as well as the live music. They're kind of doing together in a way, I think. Yeah, like some bands, I, I know that like when they go and play a smaller show, like one of them will throw their phone in the audience and get someone to like live stream it there. I'm, I'm just curious, like, I think what might happen is maybe bands are start are going to start getting more higher higher levels of equipment, and like actually yeah. doing like live stream shows at these smaller venues. Because I feel like there's a hole in the market for something like that right now, yeah. which is kind of like that live streaming aspect. And I know El Macombo was being worked on right uh, recently. I'm not sure if you saw the pictures of it and all that. Uh, I know. Well, Michael Weckerly mentioned during that whole press day that they had where they had a bunch of media come in that they're going to have live streaming capability in mm -hmm. the venue. So do you think possibly like more venues are going to try and incorporate that just for engagement? Because the one thing that this has shown me especially is 
people just want to be engaged. Yeah. And so I think like if venues offered that next step of engagement, it might add a bit more attraction to live shows again. I think so. I think there's, there's the only thing that's kind of holding it back at this point is, you know, <laughs> turning something on on a live stream and it's just like, it's just noise. Like you, you can't distinguish what is what, right? I know. And I and think that that's, that's really holding it back. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah so that, I mean, comes, that comes down to boards and all the technology yeah. and all that kind of shit. So it really depends on where it can go. But I think like, especially like the, like the more, how do I say this? The, the venues that have like, a bit more money coming in and a bit more rep a bit more revenue to invest in that kind of equipment like what'd be a good room that i think could do live stream well i think honestly i would love to see rum runners in london mm -hmm. become one of those venues that has the live stream capability obviously london music hall too because it's in the same building but like i think rum runners would be a really sick venue to uh <laughs> sorry my, my girlfriend's chatting in the chat she's sitting over there um but uh, no, Rum Runners would be a great venue to showcase that live stream. Like, is there any venue that comes to mind for you that would be sick to live stream from? Um, yeah, anything similar to that. I think, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some venues. I think like a place like the Rivoli in Toronto would be great. I always like that room because it's, it's, it's one of the few square rooms where the stage is actually at the back and then the bar is at this side and everything's kind of put together in the, in, in the way that it, I'm not going to say should be, but like, you know, it's a little more, uh, what would you say? There's no weird sight lines and, and everything's kind of straight up, you know, rectangle sort of thing. But yeah, I yeah. Like Ripley has a very interesting layout. The, when I, when I went there mm -hmm. the first time, it, it threw me off because I was looking for the venue and someone's like, Oh, it's back there. And I had to walk like another 20 feet. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. 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 The Ripley's kind of like, it has that hole in the wall kind of vibe, which is like, oh, you think it's a restaurant, but it's actually a venue, which is kind of fun. <laughs> so uh, we have a comment from Matter of Cat, the horseshoe. The horseshoe, I'm surprised they haven't implemented something like that already because of how long it's been around. And um, yeah. this might be an idea for uh, Craig Lasky and the team over there that um, that might be a very good idea is to, because they have had so many different bands and just so many different legacy acts come through that room that yeah. I feel like that could definitely be something huge for them. And I think a lot yeah. of venues should start considering that. And once again, it's a hole in the market. So if uh, anyone has the technology to go set up a show and live stream <laughs> in a venue, start charging bands for it. Cause I feel like uh, you can make some money off that. I think so too. And I, I think, you know, the, the, uh, you know, let's call it the lower levels or indie bands kind of thing on the hierarchy. Uh, it will be great for those bands because it's just more ways to get exposure. But I think it would also be cool to see the bigger bands and smaller venues uh, in front of a live audience just to get that club experience as well. Oh, no, absolutely. And having that, be able to have that kind of experience from the comfort of your own home because when you live, okay. when you watch a stream of like a festival or something like that, when there's like 50,000 people, it's kind of just like, it feels too much. It doesn't feel as personal. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. It's because to showcase the festival and all kinds of stuff, but I feel like it might be different with a live stream of a venue just because it's, it's, it's smaller. Like if there was a live stream of the horseshoe, like what, what good show would be an example? You know, the Honest Art Collective? Yep. 
Yeah, I'm actually I'm having Ryan on next week. So if you guys want to tune in for that yeah. on uh, the Easter Monday, but uh, like I've seen footage of their shows from the horseshoe and I think to myself like man I wish I was there I wish I could see a stream of that they have a live recorded album from the horseshoe but just if they had like the video for it and a live stream from it that that would be a different level kind of experience I feel like that's easily shareable as well absolutely absolutely it gets so, more people involved and interested in wanting to come to those shows next time too right yeah. exactly oh we have a quick we have a quick question from Nate Histed what what do you drink when you perform uh, <laughs> it's not as exciting as you would think. Um, water. No. <laughs> yeah. Water. And uh, usually I find uh, a warm to hot beverage right before helps kind of loosen everything up in the vocals. Yeah. The honey and the lemon, the tea and all that kind of stuff. or Just, just water, just like boiled water. Just mm -hmm. let it do its thing. Yeah. I know, really interesting, right? I don't even add oh, Very interesting. Well, Nate, thanks for the question. Uh, so back to live stream for a sec. Are you guys going to be taking, uh, getting involved in any of the live stream stuff or anything like that? Uh, we're trying. I think right now um, the, uh, the disadvantage that we have is just not being uh, – I'm sorry. I'm just looking at his answer. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nate. Um, sorry that you regret that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think right now uh, the uh, disadvantage that we have is that we're not we're not accessible to each other, so we can't be in the same room. So we're trying to find ways to go about that, and um, uh, we have actually recorded some things uh, with three separate cameras. So we're we're working on getting those ready and uh, and hopefully release them out to to everybody. But um, yeah, it's kind of an ongoing situation. So we're trying to trying to do our best to get out there. And, uh, you know, just at the end of the day, it's all about entertaining people. And when we have an audience that's accessible like it is right now uh, with less distraction, I think I think it's awesome. So do you think for you guys on just on your level, uh, you mm -hmm. guys as a band, do you think you're going to start using this live streaming more kind of stuff and engaging more with your audience in that kind of personal way? Or you think it's kind of just you're gonna use it the same amount as before? Um, yeah. I mean, we we were aiming at trying to do that more so anyway before before all this happened, and uh, um, I, I think we'll end up doing more and more as we go. I mean, clearly there's you know there's a reason for it, and it's always nice to interact with people. We've met, I mean, just through. DMs and that in the last few weeks, uh, just interacting with different people all over the world. Uh, we've met a bunch of people that way. And, you know, just knowing how things are going, you know, halfway around the world and, and different experiences with this whole thing is, is kind of cool, too. So there's there's definitely that that aspect of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think this is a great opportunity for, like you said, for a lot of bands who haven't had the opportunity to learn about this kind of technology and learn how this works. Like for me, I'm, I'm not a big tech guy. Like I, I have never really done live streaming or anything like that. So this has been a very interesting experience and it's been great to chat with so many different people from so many different places. And like the rest of the month is booked. So this is going to be a month full of a chat with Matt, which I'm very excited about and just being able to see where everyone's at for us perspective wise and thinking about everything. So I think this technology should be used more in the industry, whether it's this kind of format where you're chatting with someone or you do the live stream concerts from venues or anything of that sort. And I definitely think you guys, especially with what you guys do, would 
it'd be a huge advantage for you guys to enjoy that. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And, and uh, yeah, we're always, we're always trying to kind of brainstorm new ideas and, and take advantage of, of, you know, any new technology that's out there that can connect us, uh, you know, faster than, than, uh, you know, trying to eventually trying to get to places around the world and touring and still, you know, talk to people and inter introduce ourselves to them uh, a lot sooner. Exactly. And a quick comment from Alexa Michaels. Hey, only real rock stars chug that dank water before show. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Looking at her right here. Hi, Paul. Paul, Paul she says hi. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, so what, Paul, what are you doing? What are you guys, what are you guys up to during this quarantine? Like, obviously you're writing, but like, what's next during this time? Uh, as a band or just individually? Yeah, both both um as a band i mean it's it's uh yeah it's it's continuing to write um continuing to do what we can do uh you know on our own and and uh individually but also as a group um you know it, it would have been uh great if we had known it was coming because then you know you could stock up on all this new gear and 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 be ready for it but unfortunately you know that wasn't the case and uh but we're still we're still trying to do all that uh, individually. Uh, I'm still I'm still doing you know some work during the day. So um, I've been fortunate enough that, that uh, I still have uh, still have a day job going right now. So um, outside of those hours, it's yeah, it's writing and, and you know reading and and just trying to take uh, you know take advantage of a, a, a you know a situation that's that's not you know, great, but, um, uh, you know, just take a couple minutes just to, to hit the brakes on life a little bit and just, just take it all in for, for a little bit. And, uh, and then I guess through that, you know, comes more inspiration to write. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's a huge thing. Some people are trying to look at it as they're trying to spend this as a somewhat positive, like obviously, especially for me, like I, I'm, I lost my day job because of this, because I'm not an essential worker, which I get it. Mm -hmm. So it's a, uh, it's, it's been interesting. I've been enjoying it, but I've been also hating this because I I'm trying to be productive but at the same time. It's like, I'm also appreciating the time to just pause and, be able to like reflect and just figure some figure some stuff and figure it out by the lag classic um <laughs> but i've been i you have no idea how many times it, how many times in a week i make that joke when i'm trying to say oh i gotta figure this out by the lad classic and alexa can't confirm that um every rehearsal for us somehow <laughs> oh i'm glad that you guys are still doing the joke as well but uh like for me i've been i'm working on some demos for some tracks and just being able to yeah. work on music again because i don't haven't had the time for a while so this has been a great opportunity as well um yeah. so uh three acts that people should check out what are three acts that come to mind for you that people should look into whether it be on a local level or any level you want um i'm gonna give a shout out to our boys in revive the rose definitely check them out they've literally been mentioned in like four to five of these episodes oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we all love andy we all love andy and the boys. <laughs> Uh, who else, man? Wow. Um, there's been a, a number of bands uh, I've been checking out on uh, Spotify, actually. Um, just just random playlists and stuff like that. Um, I've never actually seen a lot of these acts live, but let's say, uh, oh man, um, trying to think of some that have 
See, I'm always bad at these kind of questions because I'm never like, there's, there's so many and I'm like, usually, know. you know, that's the point. You gotta be quick. 10 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say go check out, uh, I've gone into a band called, I think, I think the way he says it, or it's actually an artist, uh, De is it De Rock? De Rock? Yeah. Okay. Check his stuff out. Um, and then I would also say, uh, let's go with another blues rocky kind of band. Um, Tyler uh, Bryant and the Shakedown. Ooh, good choice. That's a really good choice. I've been really getting into them as well. Yeah. All right. Well, Paul, we're coming to the end here. Where can people find you? That whole social media spiel and all that. Um, I'm at home right now, but you can also take a look at us on uh, <laughs> theladclassic.com, uh, Instagram at theladclassic, uh, Spotify, everywhere. We're on. Actually, we have a, a Twitter account as well now, um, and uh, Apple Music, all the lovely places you can stream music. And uh, yeah, shoot us a DM. We like to talk. We're uh, you know we're not not too busy right now so let's <laughs> lots of free time tell us what you're up to yeah we love that well i'd like to thank everyone who uh, joined us for this good friday edition of a chat with matt as i mentioned at the beginning that's going to have no relevance to the episode and it didn't but because it's good friday we have to mention it i hope everyone has a wonderful easter and stay safe as safe as they can based on the circumstances next week we have four episodes coming in we have an extra episode on thursday with a very special guest uh, Monday on the 13th, we will have Ryan of the Honest Heart Collective. Wednesday the 15th, we are having Jordan from Mono Whales. And then on the Friday, we are joined by Wayne Kennedy, a uh, folk punk artist that I absolutely love. And then uh, the Thursday special guest will be revealed closer to the date. I just don't want to pop that can of worms just yet. Uh, so everyone have a wonderful Easter. Paul, thank you for joining me today. And uh, hope you guys stay you. safe. And I'll be sure to come out and see you guys at a show when this is all over. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day.